Hey, it is on record. I'm back. I know you don't believe that I'm still podcasting. I got me a new phone. I got me a new cable. We're back to teachers talking to teachers. I'm here with our friend Jared, and and it's the end of our first quarter. And this is my last year, if y'all haven't been keeping up, those subscribers I have. And 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 and, and it, it just gets worse every year. We could ask our friend Jared. Jared, what's it like the last day of a quarter when we're teaching? Well, um, a lot of work turned in at the last minute. A lot of uh, last-minute pleading. A lot of last-minute messaging when you've given opportunities, weeks leading up. So that's pretty much what our days are spent with. Yesterday I left, I think I had 30-something messages. I cleared all those before I left about, I don't know what time it was, 4, 4.30. Oh, you stayed that late yesterday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I wanted to clear that out. And then, um, get here today, 32 messages in Schoology about missing assignments. So... um, yeah, so it's pretty much inundated with last-minute procrastinators, and it'll only get worse as the semester goes on with us teaching seniors. That's true. Uh, Jared over here is teaching macroeconomics, dual credit. He's a real-life dual credit teacher, too. He, For those of y'all out there that know, he, he went back and got the extra hours and certified, got a couple of master's degrees. I'm not talking to a chimp over here, so he's got all those kind of children to deal with down there, so they... They don't want to fail, unlike some I had today. I, I was missing seven of my little darlings last period out of 19. And who, did they all need to be there? Yes, they did. So that's what we deal with around here. Are you going to lose any of them? They're all going to make it? Did they all um, fill those voids? There's a, there's a few that will probably be gone. But I would say this, 10 years ago... The kids that we have that are upper level classes compared to now, it's definitely dropped off. A lot of the kids, the, even the quality of what they turn in is a lot less than it was 10 years ago. So that being said, <clears throat> it's good to have those upper level classes, but they're just as bad at procrastinating yeah. as the other kids. They, they don't just, like to put pen on paper no more. Get stuff turned in. Yeah, I mean, that can be an issue too. So you do have to accommodate. So I try to do stuff where take some things paper or some things like in person but try to mix it up a little bit that's true our uh, our digital world here everything in our school went one-to-one with they have a laptop back in the rona days and uh since 2020 a lot of them don't even like to they don't even talk to each other i i heard that there was some loud stuff but that's freshmen we don't have any freshmen yeah. Which is good. Yeah, getting conversation, you know, even in like the government classes is, is pretty difficult. Even on topics you think they would be interested in, sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get the kids to talk about it or to at least open up about it. Um, and that's that's frustrating because we teach social studies, which is supposed to be things like that, where there is some interaction and some like exchange of thought and dialogue, but it's just not there. No. Not there most of the time. No, no. I I have someone. Well, Max is back today, and uh, our friend Max is talking, but um, I'm not sure he knows what he's talking about. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of those kids. We we can talk code names or not, but those of y'all out there that have talked for a while or know stuff, he he's he's been here for a while, and we all know him down the hallway. So this isn't his first go around, but we try. I try. Hmm. I think I think we all try. I mean, I, our team definitely at least makes an attempt, and that's 
that's frustrating when you feel like you're doing more than you know the students are you've got to double check and message counselors and uh, the APs and letting everyone know and fill out all these forms about it and that's what these a lot of the kids don't get is it's actually more work for us it's to, a lot to more work for us than it is for us to just pass them and you know for us to do that is you know to me it's kind of like you were talking about filling out a recommendation form it's <laughs> kind of like vouching for a kid that you know didn't meet the basic requirements you know and I personally don't feel good about that so you know, try to at least get them to turn in something. To There's a lot of them that are scared to even give people their stuff. One of them was asking me, because my wife retired last year, and uh, the young lady had my wife as a teacher, and she goes, she's the only one I even trust to get a recommendation letter for, which doesn't say much about everybody else's going on. Yeah, um, that's true. So, they, they, you know, and sometimes it's harder to get to know kids in like a class of 30 or something, you know, some of the kids might be shy or... Oh, yeah. You know, they don't that, talk. And those kids... But to me, I also still look at your ability to turn things in on time. Like, that's a respect issue for the teacher's time as well. Um, and, and asking questions when questions are needed or clarifications, um, you know, rather than just turning something in because we want to turn something in. So the kids that are naturally inquisitive or naturally will come up to you and say, hey, can you help me with this? You know, I, uh, they, although sometimes can be annoying, it is, you know, showing they have interest in what they're doing and that they have at least, you know, I was taught that, hey, if I'm going to put my name on it, it should mean something mm -hmm. like, you know, you're going to turn something in with your name on it. Make sure that it's at least the quality level of work. But a lot of the kids, it's just like, well, I turned something in. Right. Whether it's good or not, that's up for debate, I guess. I know. They know it, it's it's really slacked off. I I. I even I used to not count 2020 as a major landmark date, but after the pandemic and after sending kids home and after giving them computers and after putting all of our work into Schoology, it it just it's it's rough, it's frustrating, and it's not. And, and we could talk about cheating all day long, but the idea that it's really not cheating, we hear a lot of them say stuff like that. All I did was copy it. I'm like. Um, isn't that what cheating is? It's not your own work. We want them to look at stuff on their phones and they're, they got the phone sitting on the laptop and they got pictures of other people's work or things like that. I had a kid today trying to use his um, the pictures of the Kahoot review for his... He goes, this is my review sheet. I'm like, no, it's not. Those are the Kahoot answers. I Maybe he would have passed the test if I'd let him use that, but oh well. Trust was easy. Yeah, uh, I mean, as far as the cheating goes, that, that that has become tough because not only is there so much material out there, but you also have, like, you know, shared files, right? I mean, mm -hmm. a Google file can be, you know, made, a, you know, once they have access to a Google file, they can share it with somebody else and somebody else can download it and put it as their, you know, work. If right? they're even smart yeah. enough to yeah. change anything. Yeah. I've had a mind take the name off of it before. Well, and that's, that's why... You know, honestly, we, especially with things that are turned in totally digital, you know, there's been a few things with major projects where I say, I need you to turn this in on Schoology and physically, because otherwise they'll just turn in a digital version and have the stuff on there they're not even familiar with and say, oh, yeah, this is my work. Especially if they try to present it. Oh, yeah. They're like, uh, they try to read it word for word. I said, don't, don't look at that. Tell me, tell me what's up there. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. And then see, this it's the other double-edged sword of you can't fail fifty of them if you wanted to. It doesn't matter if they do the work or not. You got to find other things because now all of a sudden it's your fault they all failed. Yeah, there, I'm not a fan of that. There is a correlation there. They definitely look at failure rates, and you know anybody that's over like a certain threshold, all of a sudden you become the target. Even though, what was it a couple of years ago? They said they wanted us to increase the rigor, rigor and relevance. Re- rigor and relevance are our big terms. Yeah. And so, as soon as you increase the rigor, and the kids aren't meeting the standards, you know you set the bar higher. And they don't meet those standards, then all of a sudden it is our fault, or they start looking more closely into what are the dynamics in your classroom. So mm. that's the difficult part of it is this catch twenty two. Because if you do that, then you do end up with increased numbers of kids failing. Or if you do a set lot, like a lot. specific deadline dates and say, look, I'm unpublishing this at this time, and then the kids say, what? Well, I wasn't here for this, or I wasn't here for that. Oh, well, no, I had some of that unpublishing stuff, and I had one of them today ask, uh, can I go back and do it? I said, do you need to message me so I at least know you went back in there? Because mm-hmm. I had to close it all out because of progress reports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I do that, too. That's that's my way of kind of, I guess you can say, policing it as far as what's being turned in and what's not. Because if you leave it open, it yeah. looks like you're not failing. Yeah, yeah. So that's if I not take any tests. I just real, I realized, I'm like, she was in there working on something today, finally showed up, and I'm like, she's like, this is all I need, isn't it? I'm like, oh, oh, no. No, there's these things called tests that you missed in all these days that you've missed so far this semester. Also, folks, see, Jared here's got to do the other part of it. His he He's a father, and his children aren't slackers, and they, they finish up there in the, in the higher section, and he's used to seeing them do work, and, of course, they got to... They gotta turn in. They got. They gotta. They gotta show him his grade. So, you know, I was trying to. Did you see Soner put a flag on his for his kids at school? Any grade goes below an eighty-five, he automatically gets a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can put triggers on there for grade checks and things of that nature. But yeah, I mean, as a parent, are you always aware of what your child was doing in school? Uh, for the most part, I mean, we we have regular conversations about like what major grade projects or if they're behind on anything. And, if there's things that, you know, we can help with, like if it's if it's math and <laughs> advanced classes, I'm like I can't keep up with that. But, um, but my kids for the most part they they do a good job of keeping up with it. And April actually, my wife she she does a better job of actually checking their physical grades than I do um, in terms of looking to see if there's anything that comes up missing. But you know, there's a direct correlation with attendance too, though. If your kids go to school. On a regular basis, the likelihood of them falling behind is a lot less, um, and that's the thing with our kids is we make oh, sure they're yes. going to school. So, um, the ones that miss school a lot, those kids progressively are behind, and that just seems to be an ongoing problem. So, direct correlation between attendance and performance in the classroom, at least like for me, it is. I mean, I have a handful of kids that show up but just don't do anything. But I've only got a few of those. But yeah, usually. Usually, if you show up for school every day, you're you're at least getting something done. Half the battle, half the battle is just but showing up. Attendance is, you know, for any any of you newbies wanting to go out there and be teachers and that kind of stuff. I know I'm talking to a couple of my old students that listen to this as well. Y- y'all got to realize that you, you <laughs> just just trying to teach during the day is one thing. It's all the makeup work and all the 
emails and all the forms to fill out, the other other people that are involved in wanting to know how the kids are doing and how the grades are, that drives me crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of bureaucratic paperwork and things like that, like forms that we have to fill out. Um, oh, we are in the third biggest district in the state of Texas, though. Yes. So. Well, and that, that's true. There is a, an accountability for us there, too. But, you know, even the frustration level with some of the parents were, like last night, I'm watching the game, and there was, I don't know, 9.15, almost 9, 9.20, somewhere around there. I get an email from a parent that, you know, I was checking so-and-so's grades, and uh, they have, you know, four zeros, and I talked to him about the importance of turning these things in. I was like, okay, so you checked the day before grades are due. And some of these assignments go back as far as like almost a month. Mm-hmm. And so you just so happen to check right before the grading period. Uh, so it just doesn't give us a lot of turnaround time. And that's the frustration is, you know, you see that as a parent, but also as an educator where it's like, hey, just do me the favor of time, you know, make sure that there's enough time to get work turned in. So that definitely helps, you know, just kind of to, for us to be able to manage our time, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're almost at time. I was trying to sneak this in at lunchtime here. At least I got my mic back on there. I appreciate y'all that are listening. Don't worry. Jared's a talker. We'll, we'll get him back on here again. And, and our other friend down over there, Matt, just showed up. We'll get some of Matt's opinions. See, we were talking about the end of the quarter and what's it like being a teacher in 2023 at the last day of the grading period. So, <laughs> yes, it does suck. Anyhow, folks, remember there is an email. I actually got some emails. If it's, it's teacherst2t at gmail.com. And, and thank you for subscribing and listening. And I will be back because I'm watching the time now. 14 minutes is a good time. See y'all.